Well, let's look at Hebrews uh, 13, verse 5. We've been in a series called God is With You. This is one of the scriptures that we've used as a, a text, so we're going to read a few of these and then go on. Hebrews 13, verse 5 says, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? You look at that last phrase, what can man do to me? You know, there's people in the world right now, they're petrified of what men can do to them. What's going to, Christians. They're, 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 they're scared. That's not what the Bible says. That's not what... It says that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, I will not fear. What can man do to me? Well, either we believe that or we don't. Well, people are going to do this and that. But, you know, you look at the root of, 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 of emotion and, and some of the ideas, it's fear. People are afraid. And, and when we're afraid, that's never God. Never. God is not afraid. He's not afraid right now. There was a, I want to say it was Brother Hagin, but it was somebody else. Um, there was this, you know, there was a, a, a time at, in a service um, where, and I think he was in a service or, or, or somebody was, or they were telling the story, and there was this lady uh, they, there was a, a quiet time and people were, you know, ministering the Spirit. It was quiet. And in some circles, you know, then, then uh, they would allow some time for if there was any manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit to flow, there would be that. But um, there was this lady that started speaking and was saying, you know, she, she started speaking as if it was God. And uh, those things are real, but not everything you hear is always real. And she was saying, you know, little children, I, you know, it's okay if you get scared sometimes. I get scared myself sometimes, as if that's God speaking. She goes, it's okay. You know, this, she's speaking as if it's the Lord. It's okay. I get scared myself sometimes. <laughs> that was not God. God. God's never getting scared. There's never a time. You know, right there, that contradicted the Bible, uh, the lady may be sincere, but she's not, that's not God speaking. God does use men and women uh, in the gifts of the Spirit, but it's got to line up with the Word of God. If you hear anybody say, thus saith the Lord, and it, it contradicts Scripture, then just throw it away. I don't care if you see an angel and they say, well, I'm from God. Well, if what they're saying is contradictory to the Word of God, I don't care what the manifestation is, throw it away. I don't care who's saying things in whatever capacity or whatever, uh, you know, um, avenue, any kind of way, whether, you know, it's, it's online and it's through different videos or audio. If it brings fear, it's not God. There's a lot of fear in the Christian community right now. This is not what I'm focusing on right now, but it's all related. 
There is so much fear. People are looking, and you know, they're looking in Revelation. You know, where are we? What are we doing here? What's going on? Not everything that happens on the earth is in the Bible event. Did you hear me? You can't, people are like, well, where's, where's the thing we're going through right now in the Bible? It may not be there. There isn't every event somewhere, and it's certainly not all in Revelation. Revelation is not that big of a book. So people are always looking to see what's going on somewhere in the Bible, and then people start pulling scriptures out and nowhere, trying to make it fit. <laughs> not everything that goes on is in the Bible. The Bible has principles, and it does say, you know, it does prophesy certain things, and certain events will fit, but not everything fits. And so then people you know, are saying, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and this is what this means, and this is there, and people get scared. If it brings fear, look at the beginning of the book of Revelation. It says that it's grace and peace. It's not fear. You're not supposed to be afraid, because God is with us. Can you put that scripture up again? Verse 6, so we may boldly say, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Somebody on YouTube said something, I don't know, where, where's God? Is that what it says? We may, we may boldly say, ah! <laughs> this is crazy, people are crazy, what's going on? <laughs> That's not what it says. It says that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, I will not fear. What can man do to me? <laughs> People are asking the opposite question. What are they going to do to us? What's going to happen? They. There's always a they somewhere. Fear. Now, fear is never of God. Let's go back to verse 5. Thing we're focusing on the second part of that it says for he himself has said i will never leave you nor forsake you so that right there if god is in the room if god is with you where is fear where is what are people going to do for do to you god is with you he said i will never leave you i will never forsake you that's what we need to be conscious of. Let's look at that in the NLT. Verse 5 says, for, for God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. You listen to some things, it's acting like God has failed and he has abandoned. The only way somebody else is going to take you out is if God's not there. If God's there, you don't have anything to worry about. Don't worry about it. In the Amplified Classic, it says, For he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. Now think about that. That would just do away with a lot of things people are scared of. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down, relax my hold on you, assuredly not. So we can be conscious of God being with us, God being our helper, God being for us, and so we don't have to fear, and we can be confident He is with us. Let's look at Isaiah 41.10, another scripture that uh, we use as a foundation. 
It says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Fear not, for I am with you. So we've, been, we've t- covered different aspects of this. God is with us, so we're not going to fear. God is with us, so we can trust in Him to bring us up. God is with us, so He can help us regardless of the circumstance. Let's look quickly at John 15, verse uh, 1. We read this uh, several times. It says, I am the true vine, my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, He prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Verse 4, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. So he is with us, he's the vine, we're the branches. If we abide in him and, uh, abide in him and he in us, then we're going to bear fruit because we can't do nothing apart from Him. So He is going to help us to do what He's called us to do, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Now let's look at Philippians 1, verse 3. Philippians 1 verse 3 says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Verse 6 says, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the, Je- the day of Jesus Christ. And the Amplified Classic, verse 6, says, And I am convinced and sure of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will continue until the day of Jesus Christ, right up to the time of his return, developing that good work and perfecting and bringing it to full completion in you. In the Passion Translation, it says, I pray with great faith for you because I'm fully convinced that the one who began this gracious work in you will faithfully continue the process of maturing you until the unveiling of our Lord Jesus Christ. That that he who begun this work, he's going to continue it. The one who started the work in you is going to continue the process of developing you. He is with us. See, where is, because you ask the question, where is God? Well, for the Christian, the answer is, He is in us. Now, He is omnipresent. He's everywhere. But for the Christian, that includes in you. The Bible says specifically, He's in you. If He's in you, He's with you. What is He doing? He is working in you. 
as far as in the context of if he's in you, what is he doing there? He's working in you. What is he working? To bring you to the next level. To bring you uh, to the next step. Positioning you for the next step. He's preparing you for his plan. That's what this verse is saying, that he is working in you. Let's look at it in the New King James again, verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He began it, and he will complete it. Now, it's not completely outside of you doing anything with it. He's not going to do it independent. But if you are looking to him, relying on him, then he is going to bring you on. He's going to complete it. And sometimes think, people say, well, you know, maybe, maybe I fell off the truck. He left me. And, I, you know, it's, it's going, but I'm not there. No, that's not the Bible. The Bible says he's going to keep bringing you up. Thank God he is going to keep working with all of us and bringing us forward with, from where we're at to where we need to be. Aren't you glad that he's so merciful and good that it'll work with you, that it'll work with me? Where we're at now. Some people say, well, if I, yeah, I get it. But if I could just get to this point, then, you know, then I can hook up with the program again and he'll start working with me. No, right now. That's, that's true for all of us. Right now. You know, I had this, uh, I don't know if I had a shirt when I was growing up. It was either I had a shirt or there's one in our house or somewhere I had seen it. But it was like, be patient with me. God's not through with me yet. <laughs> well, everybody could wear that T-shirt. And you could have it on the front and the back. He's not through with you. He's not through with me. People, you know, well, you did, you know, you haven't been perfect. Oh, well, welcome to the club. Uh, God's not through with me. We haven't arrived. You know, like somebody said, I haven't arrived, but thank God I've left. We haven't, we haven't maybe arrived and gotten there. None of us have, but the, the Apostle Paul said, you know, I, I haven't arrived, but, but I've, uh, I press on toward the mark. That's, Toward what mark? To, I want to come up and grow up in the Lord Jesus and do what He's called me to do. And, and you know, you, you and me and everyone on the planet, we're in the process of becoming. You're getting ready for the next thing and for things down the road that he's, He has for you, both general and specific. General, he's spoken in his word, things that we are able to walk in, things that we can do, things that we can be, things that have been done for us and walk in them. But then there are specific things that he has called you to. And so as we submit to him, he is going to bring us along that path. And that doesn't mean you'll see everything all at once. That doesn't mean you'll know everything all at once. But you will... As you walk with Him, He's going to bring you up, and you don't have to have it all figured out. He is with, we're talking about Him being with us. What is He doing? If he's, walk, he's, if he's in us all the time, what's He doing? Well, 
he, 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 there's been so much that's been imparted to us through the Lord Jesus Christ, but the Holy Spirit is around. He's not dormant all the time and doesn't just become alive when you tune in. He's actually all the time prompting and helping, and the more we understand that He's there. You know, again, we talk about where is God. It's like He's out there somewhere. No, for the Christian, He's here. You don't have to go off seeking Him somewhere. You, you, bow, you put your um, heart in the right place, but He is here. Now, for the Christian, He's here now, and He was there today, and there yesterday, in every circumstance. Sometimes we're in a circumstance where we're like, God, as if, wait a minute, He's here. You don't have to yell, God. You don't have to say anything. You just think. Lord, what do we do? What should I do here? What do I say? He doesn't have to audibly hear. He knows your thoughts. You know, I'm just given the bubble that, you know, if you're looking at a cartoon, it'd be like the words, you know, you're, you're there and nobody else can hear you, but in your mind, you're like, Lord, what are we doing here? What do I got to say? Oh my gosh, he said what? Lord, what do I do here? What do I do with that? Show me. He's on the inside. What's he doing? Oh, wait, wait. He's on a coffee break. Where did he go? Ah, I need you now. Sorry, what did I miss? You said what? I asked you, you didn't answer. You weren't there. No, he was there. He's never gone. He's there. What do I do? He's there. What's he doing? He's gonna, the thing that he's, he's uh, started, he's going to complete it. And sometimes we'll be like, oh man, I messed up. Where, you know, I've lost it now. God can't pick this up. That's not true. Thank God it's not true. If it's true, we're all up a creek without a paddle. We don't have, we don't have any ability. No, he said that he'll complete it. So he's doing things even when you don't see he's doing them. Sometimes there can be, you know, I, I've uh, used this illustration. I remember talking to my pastor about it in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, you know, you can be going, it seems like growth sometimes happens in steps. And what I mean by that is, I mean, it, there's a lot of different ways it happens, okay? I'm just giving you one angle, okay? But sometimes you, you get, you, you're at a certain level. And you're at a point for a while, and it can start feeling hard. And I remember talking, you know, we talked about this way. It was just pressure was there. It felt like, you know, everything, it felt like stuff that was normal was just all of a sudden getting hard. I remember talking, he's like, you're about, you're, you, you're going up a level. It's like you can go, 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 and all of a sudden it seems vertical. But when you get through that time... You're up here. But sometimes this feels like, what's going on? It feels like you went backwards. Well, God didn't forget you. You know, we walk upstairs. It's not, it's not a complete, it's not just a, 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 a constant or a gradual slope. It is in stair steps. You have to exert force to go up to that next step. You don't just coast up. I mean, unless you got one of those chairs, I guess, that hopefully you don't need one of those, but, you know, they'll just bring you all the way up the stairs. 
You know, you don't want one. I guess you could get a real fast one that was just there for the heck of it, and you didn't actually need it. I mean, but, you know, for most of us, that's not fun. You'd rather just be able to walk. But you have to exert force to go up. Well, sometimes in our lives, we feel like, what, what's going on? Well, God is always going to help us to go up. He didn't, but it doesn't promise that it's always easy. It's, he's not selling you out and he's not backing off. But, you know, you, if you go, if you study a subject, you got to exert some kind of effort to get to where you actually understand certain. There might be several things that you have to put together before you can comprehend anything at this level. And you feel like, I don't feel like I get any of it. I mean, I remember there was certain physics class. I went through that book twice. It was a little book. this quantum physics. Oh my gosh, it was in electrical engineering college. So it was, it wasn't quantum physics like in the physics. It was dealing, it was, it was dealing with all the way the electrons and everything, you know, burrow through stuff. And it's just crazy. And you can't understand anything of that unless you understand like a certain point. I would try to, okay, I'm going back to the beginning. And just read through it. But you can't like read the first paragraph and go, okay, I got, I got, you know, it's not, if there's 18 paragraphs, it's not like you have one eighteenth of it. Or like, you know, you read half of them and now you got half. No, you, you read all 18 and then maybe you understand a quarter. And you got to think about it and you got to look at it. And, you know, you, you come up and then you have it explained to you in different ways and then maybe something clicks. Sometimes in our life, we're going through and we hit a place and we're like, wait a minute, I thought I understood such and such. And you got to know the Word. You have to understand the Word and you have to go back to the Word because if you're going by circumstance, you're going like, wait a minute, what just happened? Why is this, wait, I thought I knew this and now I'm being challenged here. Well, what does that have to do with it being true? See, now you're figuring out if you actually believe it. And it's when you're in that position, that's when people are like, where did God go? God didn't go anywhere. Wait, God, what, what the heck happened? What's going on now? God didn't change. His word's still true. Maybe you're feeling pressure, but you're actually going up because when you get, you start experiencing pressure or like something isn't working or I don't understand. I thought we were going here and now it looks like we're, wait, this isn't the way I thought it exactly was going to come down. Now you're getting tried in your faith and you're getting tried in your understanding of what, how you think things are and what they're looking like. And when you walk, but if you walk through that, it doesn't feel like it, but you can actually be growing at that point. Your, your faith gets, grows when it's exercised. Not when you just stuff a bunch of information in. You know this with, you know, working out or food. You eat food, but if all you do is eat, it's, you're not going to grow. It, you grow by exercising, and that's not fun. It's more fun just to eat. You got to eat the right things, of course. That's ne not necessarily fun either. You'd rather eat the other stuff, but then you'd get nothing. But, you know. So you're going through, and... You know, God, God's with me, He's for me, and then wait, boom, 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 and then you're like, wait a minute, what's going on? I thought I was here. Well, who said you're not? 
if you thought you were here, all of a sudden, well, where did God go? God didn't go anywhere. I thought I was here. But wait a minute. If I still stay with God's word and I walk through it and see him come through, now I just went up a step to where it, when I come up against that same thing, it's not like, where did God go? It's like, well, I've seen this before. See, now you're walking at a higher level. But it doesn't feel like it. May not feel like it at all. May it feel like I went backwards. And of course, if you're not walking everything perfectly out, the devil will, of course, try to bring that to your remembrance and beat you up and get you to think it's you, you've messed up, and then God can't bring you along. Everybody hears that. That's why we have to know what the Word says. But the Bible says that He will bring us. He's going to complete it. That means He's going to keep bringing us up. He's going to help us mature. He's going to help us go forward. He's constantly positioning. You think, what the heck does this have to do with anything? You, you believe God led you to something? You believe God is uh, that you're doing what He told you to do? And you don't see how it's related to anything. But see, he's looking down the road, and he knows where you're going to need it. He's completing it, but you may have a different idea and think, well, I don't understand this. Well, who said you had to understand everything? I don't understand how, why I should be here, and what's going on. Well, all those things, the, the longer we walk with the Lord, the more we're going to go up, and we're going to become mature. We're not moved by the, those things as much, what's going on. We... The more mature we are, the less we'll be moved by circumstances, the less we'll be moved by appearances, and the more we're just going to be moved by what God said. And knowing that regardless of what's going on, He is actually moving me forward even when you feel like it's just a plane. If we'll work with Him. Look at uh, Hebrews 13, verse 20. <clears throat> Hebrews 13, verse 20. See, this, this, um, this life is not a sprint. In other words, you don't turn it on for a week or a month or even a year and say, hey, that's good, and then coast the rest of the time. That's not, that's not the way this life is. It's a marathon. And so you may feel like, well, I've just been running this same pace, and it's not going fast, and I'm just running. And it doesn't feel, it doesn't give me any goosebumps, doesn't, doesn't seem like anything's changing. So, I've never run a marathon. But if you're going to run, you know, was it 26.2 miles? I guess there's some times when you're just chugging. You're not sprinting the whole time. Life is like that. You're going to go through certain things, and, and just because you don't feel certain things or don't see it changing rapidly doesn't mean things aren't going on. You know, some people, they take it into their own hands, and they try to make something happen and change something because they don't like that you're just chugging. And so every few years, something's changing. Time to move. 
Time to change jobs. Hopefully you're not saying time to change spouses or something, you know. Go get a new shirt or something, but don't, don't get a divorce. But people, it's like, it doesn't look like something's happening. So, I, well, there's, a, there's a, an itch to, okay, well, God's, maybe God's telling us to go over here. And then it, you get that rush and, okay, something new's happening. But it could be the wrong thing, and you just took yourself off where you were supposed to be just chugging. What if you were just chugging on, and just right around the, the next corner is a breakthrough? You decided to get off the path and go over here. So just because you don't sense something or think that stuff is working the way you think it ought to, that's when your, your faith is being pressed. That's when you need to lock in and, and just know you're doing the right thing, and then just keep chugging. Just keep on that. Keep on what God said. Keep on what His Word said. Don't start saying, well, where's God? God is in you, and He is completing it. So He is there today. He's there tomorrow to help you adjust. And if you check all the signals and, and all the, you know, the instrumentation and, and look inside and say, look, if everything I know, I'm doing what I need to do, then you just keep going. If you decide to jump off because, well, it doesn't look like something is right, you may miss what He's doing. If that, He's in you to help you now, not next Thursday. Nothing wrong with next Thursday, but you don't have to wait till next Thursday. Now, tonight, to help you on the next step, to help you to see what you need to do next to, to be in the right place. And maybe the next step is the same thing you've been doing. See, sometimes your flesh doesn't want to hear that. It would rather do something than just do the same thing tomorrow that you did today. Anybody relate? You just want to do something different because it feels like, it feels like you're moving faster. What if you're going backwards? Feels like you're moving only trouble is you're going 90 degrees. You were going here. Your destination's here. You're going here. And all of a sudden you started going here because you wanted a different change. And now by the second, you're getting further away. But you're, you're, you know, you're rich and you feel like, well, God, you could do something in the flesh. Try to force God into what you think you're supposed to do. It's not going to help you. We need to know what God said, and if He said, you know what, runner again. You ever seen that movie, uh, Miracle? The hockey movie about the 1980 uh, Olympic, USA Olympic hockey team. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, there's this scene there, and I guess this coach, I mean, a lot of it was based on truth, the, the, the actual coach, he would do this. He had them running, and in different, or skating, different parts in the movie. He had them skating, and this one place, he just had them going over and over, and they would get done, and he would say, again. He would have his assistant blow the whistle, you know, he would, say, he would say again, and then the assistant would blow the whistle, and they would go. And it was a montage, you know, you get to the montage in the movie. He, they're, they're going down skating, because they need to know, they need to get past this certain point, 
and he was basically making run. He's like, you don't want to run during the, the game or you don't want to skate during the game, you don't want to work during the game, we're going to work now. But anyway, he has them going back and forth, and they get done, and he says, again. Tweet. They get done, look at it, again. Tweet, and he goes back and forth, again. And they just keep showing it, again. It's a good movie. Again. Again. And sometimes we're like, no, we want to do something else. And God's like, again. You're like, surely it's time to be, again. Surely it's, no, I got to do something else. Surely this isn't the plan, again. And your flesh wants to be, now in that case, they're running, they don't want to be doing that. But it may just be, it's not something like that where it's, you know, conditioning. It's just, you're running the same play and you want a change of scenery and you're like, God, where are you? Well, what if he's right in the middle of what you're doing and you're trying to look for something else because you don't feel something or don't think it looks like something and actually God's there and he is completing what he said. Look at Hebrews 13, verse 20. It says, Now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do His will, working in you what is well-pleasing in His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Verse 21, may he make you complete in every good work, complete, mature, to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight. Notice he's working in you. What is he working in you? What is well-pleasing in his sight? Not what gives you goosebumps. Look at the Amplified Classic. I really like this in the Amplified Classic. Because it just got done, may, may the Lord Jesus do this. So that's in verse 20. May the Lord Jesus strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be. People say, I'm just not what I ought to be. Well, welcome to the club. There's a verse that says God is helping you to be what you ought to be. Because the devil will tell you you're not what you ought to be, and you stink, and you might as well get off. You know, get off the train now because you're not going anywhere. He's a liar. Writer of Hebrews saying, may the Lord Jesus strengthen you, complete, perfect you, make you what you ought to be, and equip you with everything good that you may carry out His will. This is what He's doing. He's equipping you. You say, it doesn't look like equipment. Looks like boring. Looks like tough. I don't like that equipment, but he's equipping you. He doesn't stop. He doesn't stop doing it. And so maybe there's certain times it looks like you're just chugging, you're being equipped, and you think the plan stopped. But you're being equipped. He is working in you. He's with us. We're talking about God being with us. He didn't go anywhere. He's working with you. And wherever we are, he'll work. With us. If we'll hook up with him, he is working. But the thing may be, you just, you're, you go, okay, God, now, what's the thing we do? And he's just like, more of the same. And we have to be careful that we're open to do what he says to do and not what we want to do. What's the plan? And what you really mean is, I'm ready for a change. What can we go do now? 
and you have to be willing to hear runner again. You're going to be doing this for a little while. It's okay. And, and your flesh needs to die. Well, that's a level up. The more your flesh dies to where you're like, hey, whatever he said. We can't just be like, whatever he said, unless it's like mundane. Then I don't like whatever he said. So that's where some people live. I'm not saying that to be condemning, but I've seen that over the years. Just I'm talking about not even here over the years of my life. Not even out in Massachusetts. It happens all over the world. And people want something. They want to, we're all, we all tempted to scratch an itch and try to get something else. When actually, if we're honest, God's not telling you to do anything else. He's just telling you to do the same thing. Because He's equipping all the time. He's working. He's equipping you. He's building you. And so we just need to look to Him because He's, He's got a plan and he's got a purpose, and that is to equip you with everything good that you may carry out his will. Let's, let's read this whole verse. Let's start at the beginning of verse 21 in the Amplified Classic and just read it through. May the Lord Jesus strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be and equip you with everything good that you may carry out his will while he himself works in you. He's working in you and accomplishes that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ the Messiah, to whom be glory forever and ever to the ages of the ages. Amen. So be it that he is working and he's accomplishing that which is pleasing in his sight and he doesn't stop. He keeps on bringing us up and we need to be we need to be grounded that He is there, that He's working, that as a Christian He's in us, and that we can rely on Him to bring us to the next place, to bring us to the next uh, level. Doesn't mean we don't have a part. Our part is cooperating with Him and doing what He said to do. That's what we're supposed to do. Not be like, well, I think I'm going to level up myself. No. You're not there. You're not leveling up then you just walk with him. Don't try to promote yourself. Let him do it. Amen.